Welcome to the first episode of the Armed and Delicious podcast. My name is Colbe. My name is Nathan Bassett. And we are two culinary students at the Culinary Institute of America, and we're here to answer your questions. Yep, this is the first episode of our podcast, and I know you guys have some dying questions that you would ask a culinary student, and we're here to answer them for you. So right now, we have a sheet of the most uh, commonly asked questions that you guys submitted, and... You want to dive deep into it, Cole? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's get uh, question number one here. So question number one is probably one of the most important ones that everybody asks. How does classes and training work here at the CIA? Right. So uh, I imagine most people who go to regular school and regular college would look at us and say, why are you in class for so long? Why do you have class every day? Why do you sweat so much in class? <laughs> uh, and the answer to that is that it's hot to that last one, I guess. It's and then it's tiring. It's very tiring. It's very tiring. But you really can't have a one hour cooking class um, because some of the things that we're making take two, three, four hours to make. Mm -hmm, if it's exactly. a braise, a stew, a soup, uh, you can't really make those things in one hour. So it works. You know, we're in a kitchen all, all day, um, especially yeah. now. But I think what they're also going to be asking a lot is how does the curriculum work? Right. Um, should we talk about the how classes? Classes are divided. Sure. I think so. Obviously, uh, most important thing once you're going into the school is learning the basics and fundamentals. That's that's what we start off with for a good. It's twenty eight days. Yeah, twenty eight uh, days. It's throughout one semester. You have that class two days a week, and you have your lecture classes the other two days per week. And those lecture classes, uh, we'll dive deep into it a little bit more. But it's also then divided into every semester it goes to more fundamental things like basic meat fabrication, seafood fabrication. You know, um, after that, you get into other things like cultural dishes and cuisines. And then it, right. it, it really extends on from there. But absolutely, um, it, it's, it's divided into many things. We're even thrown in the bake shop for a second, even though... We're really concentrated as a culinary uh, students, but yeah, that's, that's the basis of it. Right. I mean, we can't really speak for the experience of the baking students because uh, yeah. neither of us are baking students, but... It is way different than you would expect, though, right. compared to us. Their side is also much colder, fewer. Uh, it is. They have air conditioning. I've heard others say it's... Well, I guess if you're standing next to the deck it's oven. literally an oven. <laughs> well, it is. They have many ovens. Yeah. Well, second question. How different do you think the experience at culinary school is versus a regular college? Uh, that's a good one. It's a good one. It's also one of the most asked questions absolutely. out there. Uh, yeah, I get that question a lot. Um, to put it into perspective, our school has currently about less than 200 students, I think. Yeah, this is here at St. Helena in California. Right, at the Greystone campus. It's a very uh, small campus. But right, so I think we have about 200 students right now. Our class has 17 students. I mean, most college classes have 300 students. In so, class, so their yeah. lecture class is bigger than our whole school, mm -hmm. which is, um, you know, creates some very different dynamics. Uh, I'd like to think that our dorms are relatively normal probably not but They're fine yeah there's no you know no one parties at the cia yeah. there's but uh too much work going on here mm -hmm. you definitely know each other by heart 
Yeah, can, I think I've seen every person on this campus. Yeah. I think I could I could get close to naming every single person on campus. All faces are familiar. Um, oh, and you, you really get to know your faculty. Yeah, because, absolutely. Right. I Quite mean, small, they get to know you a lot more. Right. Definitely. Well, I mean, there are chefs here who, I mean, you call them by their first name. Of course, you say chef first, but then then it's their first name. Their I first mean, name, it's, yeah. it's not or very common name. in a regular school. Or almost all of our faculty is on first name basis. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely a little different, and they all know who you are, even if you don't know who they are, which we, at a yeah. regular school, when there's like 20,000 people, yeah. most of their uh, you know, academic advisors aren't going to know you by heart. And you can't fail culinary school. It's, it's something that you, you have to work for. It, right. it is like, that's a similarity with obviously regular college, <laughs> but there are grades, yep. there are assignments, there's homework. Wow, crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. The homework. Uh, if you're in fundamentals, good luck. I'm yeah, sorry it's... that you're experiencing this, but it's every day, and it's more than you think. Like, what does this homework consist of? Key, Key terms. terms. <laughs> That's basically your vocabulary. Uh, Questions. But it's a little more in depth than most. Yeah, there's a lot of research that goes on, especially when the next day, if you're gonna be cooking a dish, you have to do some research and. Yeah. Uh, its origin, the cooking technique, what, what does it, it look is, like? Yeah, flavor profile that you're aiming for when you're right. cooking that dish. Um, uh, yeah, there's also the study questions. I always hated the study questions. Study questions are quite tedious, but I mean they do they're help very helpful. I gotta say they, they are. Everything is very helpful that they assign you is assigned for a reason. Yep. So the study questions you answer those to sort of uh, like pre-test yourself on whether or not you actually are going to know what you're doing when you're going to go into that kitchen. So, you know, if you're learning about how to braise something, a study question is going to ask you what a braise is. Uh, and you're going to have to define that. And in your own words, of course, you can't go and steal things. Plagiarism is <laughs> plagiarism still not allowed is bad, here. Guys. I know we're not Don't a regular <laughs> school, but plagiarism is still not allowed. Yep. And it's it also prepares us for, you know, tests and quizzes. We, we do have those. And practicals, midterms, finals, we all do. Uh, they can be... Cooking practicals and midterm assignments, they can be also written. Research, research projects. projects. We did a couple of those. Yeah, there's, there's all a lot. Sorts. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts. Uh, next question. What is the daily struggle going into the CIA? Uh, well, I think, you know, that's going to depend on what your definition of daily struggle is. I mean, my daily struggle, personally, I have sensitive skin. My daily struggle is shaving every day. I'm not going to lie. Yep. It, a, it gets a little rough. It's a requirement to shave. Yep. You know, be professional, have have hygiene. Also, yeah. you know, no hair can get into that mm-hmm. soup that you're making. Yeah. So if, if you walk in there with, you know, a little stubble or beard, your chef will kick you out. Tell you yep. go home. Go home. Go shave. Shave that face. Come back. Maybe lose a couple of points. Yep. But oh, definitely lose yeah. a couple of points. Lose, yeah. That's how it is. That's how it goes. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm... I'm tired. Washing your dish, uh, not your dishes, washing your clothes all the time. My chef whites get yes. so dirty. We are given... I run through bleach so fast. How many pairs? Seven? Seven. Seven, Seven pairs? Seven sets of chef whites. But you, you burn through them pretty quick every day. Yeah. Um, I got dende oil on my chef whites today. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've got stains and just... For those that don't know, yeah. dende oil is red, which shows up pretty well on mm-hmm. your chef whites. Your, your whites. Yep. Your white clothing. So I made sure to soak, not soak them, but I made sure to get some detergent on mm-hmm. those when I got back. Um, I would say I get 
tired every day like yeah nathan's got a nap time i gotta have a dedicated nap time from 2 p.m to 4 5 ish yeah but it's it's physical movement every day in that kitchen there's a lot of them uh i almost want to say emotional labor to it too there's there's can can get emotional uh, yeah of you know you're sometimes your your rice is just not cooperating and you have and 20 you, minutes till service and sometimes you want to cry yeah so <laughs> and sometimes you do yeah, mentally it can be um a little a little straining right but and especially in the summer with our new covid precautions we yes. have face shields face masks uh it's a million degrees outside because it's saint summer. elena in the summertime yep. so we're sweating uh it gets warm you it just does. you know we're trying our best not to sweat into the food too much <laughs> and um I I can list a lot more, but There's I guess a lot. it's it's a quite, I guess we can share the same as a regular college, you know. Oh, it's quite homework, the daily struggle, stuff like that. Well, but, right now yeah. we're we're a little short on homework. We're a little short on homework. We've done all our online assignments over right. back at home, but yes, right now it's just you know cooking in the kitchen, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, definitely a daily struggle on the uh, physical and emotional labor of it. Although yeah. I'm tired all the time, it makes a makes a shell. But it, it, man, <laughs> it really does uh, lead to some good night's sleep, it though, does. I gotta say. Yeah, Best you, sleep you, you'll have in out. your life. That's why I take a nap every day. Every single day. It feels amazing. It does. So, question four. Do you only cook? I think this one's one of the, the most common That's questions, That's probably too, the yeah. most common question. I think question. it's the most common question. Yeah, the most common question, yeah. now that I think of it. Do you only cook? right no now. well right now right now yes no well almost we had a project earlier we did have a project that's true we did do homework yeah um, um no we we don't only cook like i i mentioned before we do have assignments we do have homework um there's lecture classes there are there are different types of classes that right. are you know set aside besides the kitchen we have professionalism classes we do have classes of gastronomy the basis of gastronomy at least um what else? There's some food safety stuff right. you do have to Introduction go to hospitality. Yeah. And these are these are semester classes too. Um, most of them right. fall in our oh menus. Can't semester. forget about menus. Yep. You Everybody's menu favorite class planning. menus. That's menu uh, principles of menu planning uh, and profitability. and profitability. That's a fun one. Yeah. A little little business. Um, a little class like Excel, yeah. moving around things in Excel, putting yeah, together PowerPoints. Uh, those are some of the classes and then the the baking students have a art class that they take i wish i had art class. and so i think they're moving on to that now actually but yeah. they that's a whole one block and for those uninitiated one block is well usually 14 days something yeah but yeah. currently it's in our eight, abbreviated schedule it's eight days. eight days so they're spending eight days uh learning principles of art design so mm-hmm. you know that's important stuff for a baker especially right. if you're designing cakes and you know other patisserie i, I, I want to take it though i kind of do i i don't you can't what are we gonna paint a pal, uh paint a picture on a plate yeah 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 <laughs> why not sure i, I don't know. know do a little play dub do yeah, a little why not? mona lisa play dub the fifth question do you eat a lot yes yes we eat a lot a lot um you should have seen nathan's plate at lunch today yeah i I'd like to try everything uh, when it comes to our our lunch breaks. Or our friend Brandon. Or, oh yeah, he eats a lot. Yeah. Our friend Brandon. He, uh, he will bring home food. He too. brings home food. Um, we get everything in boxes right now as yeah, a pre- uh, safety precaution. So we have trays that we take when we have our lunch break, and uh, our buddy Brandon he takes two trays. Two trays, one for right. one for 
for you know eating at school and one for taking home but these trays are are packed they're packed they're they're fully packed trays uh he tries everything he really does which is good i mean absolutely by all means we have Um, all this stuff here a lot of students we have other classes cooking food it's kind of nice to you know try their food right give feedback yeah um and of course there's always the bakers making food too yeah they they got some stuff going on back there too so we'll always try what they have there's always quite spread is the food good yes and no some of the food can be hot garbage. Yeah, literally yeah. hot and belongs yeah. in the garbage. Just because we're culinary students doesn't mean we make amazing food. We make a lot of okay. mistakes. We make. I'll be the first yeah. to admit that I make a lot of mistakes. Oh, definitely, dude. I I make some hot garbage food also sometimes. Yeah. There'll be times when you know we're we're being introduced to a food, we've never done it before, never cooked it before. It doesn't right. We don't know what it was supposed to taste like, and you know, right. First day, we're the only way to learn it is to make it yourself. Absolutely, and. You you uh, learn a lot from it. You you will you will gain experience right. on how to. Get I mean, you make dish. it twice, three times, four times. Yeah. Make it every day for a year. You'll get better and better at it. But just sometimes this right. just just happens. So yeah, and there's there are other dishes that just you know some people don't like them. Mm-hmm. It's personal uh, personal preference, but there are also some great food out there. I've I've tried a lot of good foods. Yeah. And We've had some delicious things. Yeah. For sure, uh, and, and the bake shop puts out some incredible things yeah, sometimes yeah when they're not making fat free and sugar free things like they are that's, right that's, now that's a personal i guess that yeah. is a personal preference though i, I gotta say. agree with you on this one some though, people but might, I just not well, might like those i cannot eat a fat free scone don't i don't I know how do that it. is even possible i can't do a sugar free um cookie what, cookie no i can't either cake or something i don't know but usually every other block they uh they're pretty fantastic yeah and we will eat a lot have I gained weight? No, I haven't. It's the common question my family always asks right. me. Right. Have you gained weight? No. <laughs> I still eat probably the same amount as I did at home. I, I eat way more than I did at home, personally. You just it's don't gain just, the weight. I also just don't gain weight. weight. We're just, just two skinny culinary students. <laughs> never no, trust I don't a skinny know. chef. I always hear the thing, never trust a skinny <laughs> chef, but I mean... I guess not. I guess you can't trust <laughs> I us. Don't, I guess you can't trust either of us then, so... That's a pretty common thing, actually. Common do you thing. gain weight? Do you no, know, do you I don't. Weight? Some of my family has said I got skinnier. The exact opposite? Maybe it's the, all the stress. Who knows? But uh, I feel about the same. I feel yeah. like I'm pretty much the same as the day I started, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, those were really most of the... This is the hard hitters. The, yeah, the hard hitter questions. The most ones that common. everybody would like to ask us. And... I hope this answered a lot of your questions. Hey everybody, this is your favorite co-host and also editor, Cole Bay, here to let you know that you can find us online on YouTube and SoundCloud under the name Armed and Delicious. And also here to give a special thanks to Dominic Reyes for the musical cues in this episode. So anything that you're hearing that's not myself or Nathan talking, that's recorded by Dominic. Uh, So big thanks to him for those. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can find our email down in the show notes. Uh, send us a question to be heard on the show. Nathan and I will do our best to get to all of the ones that we can. And a big thanks to everybody listening to this first one. Uh, you know, we hope you come back and listen to some more. So, what do we have else we for We do have a few here? questions that were submitted, and, you know, we... We'd like to touch on it. Um, we have one right here that says, most embarrassing way to cut yourself in the kitchen. 
There are many ways to cut yourself in the kitchen. It does not have to be a knife. No. It can be anything. Most of the time I cut myself in the kitchen, it's not a knife. Yes. Uh... I've never, most of the time it is a knife for me, but oh. I've had some questionable ways of cutting myself. I've cut myself on a peeler, not using it, but cleaning it, cleaning a peeler, cleaning a peeler. cut myself on that. I've cut myself on a refrigerator. Like sharp edges? Just the side of it, mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've cut myself on a hotel pan. I've, I've cut myself with a oyster shucker. Yeah. You know, that, it, do oyster it. shucker is not even sharp. Keep in mind, it's just a... It's yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, blunt. It's, it's pretty blunt, and you'd have to have a lot of force to cut yourself with that. Yeah, thing. I've cut myself on surfaces like stainless steel mm-hmm. tape prep tables. Really, anything you can cut yourself on anything after you've been washing dishes for a long time. Yeah. So you don't if you're if you're washing all your utensils and you uh, you got those hands under that water for. 10, 20 minutes. You slip up. It gets easy to cut yourself on things because your skin's real soft. So. You cut yourself on the wall, practically. I've I've seen. I think I've heard somebody cut themselves with parchment paper. You know, a little, little paper, paper cut. cut. It's the last thing you'd that's expect. That's gotta be nasty. Yeah, those are those are yeah. those are ugly cuts. But that's the one you call home about. Yeah. Mom and Dad. I cut myself on paper today in the kitchen. Um, it was so yeah. embarrassing. I've I've seen some nasty cuts though. Some, oh, I've had some, some people nasty have, ones. Sent to the hospital during I've class, been you know? right, yeah. That was in was our fundamentals class. Fundamentals a lot. You running one of our friends got sent to yeah. the hospital. He cut off a little nub. pretty pretty significant yeah. chunk of his thumb <laughs> off. That was yeah. It's quite a sight. That's in your fundamental that was pretty yeah. early on. It too. happens, you know, especially yeah, when you're starting off, you're you're learning how to use a knife correctly, how to hold a knife. Right. How to most the more efficient way really yeah most most efficient way the, the safest way the safest God, way I would yeah. hope <laughs> um, yeah it, it happens it really does mandolin that'll do it mandolin, mandolin will do it any will, day that's that's a big fear that's of mine. a dangerous one that's I dangerous always get a little one. scared I stop a little early on my product with a mandolin yeah better safe than sorry right yeah honestly mandolins are scary yeah, they're scary especially the French ones yeah they're if, big it, metal contraptions like, they got mm-hmm. switches and like yeah I'm I good. can use a meat cutter. With a, you know, I'll feel no safe. No problem. But deli slicer. Yeah. I'm not good. I know. I know. I won't cut myself. But mandolin. Mandolin's oh, scary. I think I I have that thought in the back of my mind. Yeah. yeah it's, it's that scary. one will get you. It will get you. I've seen a lot of people get get marked by the name mandolin. Mm-hmm. I think this one, I would consider, a question that everybody gets asked here in the school. Which one's that? What is your favorite dish or cuisine to cook? Oh. It's a. Uh, Please stop asking this question. For anybody out there that is asking <laughs> this question, don't, don't please don't. I mean, it's 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 hard for a lot of us because I can't choose. I can't choose. Yeah, it's my go-to answer is always chicken piccata. It's not my favorite food. To make. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I'll say I like to eat a steak. It's not my favorite food. It's just I do eat a lot and. It's, right well yeah, chicken piccata is just easy it's just something <laughs> you, you just say. throw it in the pan and you know just make a little sauce discussion. on that bad boy and put some capers in it and you you got yourself yeah. a chicken piccata but it's honestly i don't have one please stop asking me i don't have one. cuisine cuisine oh. maybe i like to cook uh new californian which is no. a little more niche but i personally you know anything anything with japanese cuisine in it that's that's gonna that's yeah. gonna turn my head or you yeah. gotta love Mexican food. 
I've had a like newfound respect for Mexican food ever since we took our American class. class. There's way more is into very, Mexican food than tacos and burritos, guys. Oh <laughs> what my was it god! Chef said, "Yeah, uh, so there are people out of there that think Taco Bell is real. Is real Mexican, real Mexican food. food. Chipotle and, is real Mexican food. And those people are the reason that he drinks. So, <laughs> no, uh, it's it's really not real Mexican food at all. Isn't. Even the ones in the the taquerias he said around here are." Are not even, yeah. not even Mex- Mexican Mexican food. Like they're yeah. like Americanized. Yeah. It's, so not which is not to say that they're bad. And they're and no, they're delicious, yeah. but they are. But there's they're there's, not you're not what you get in mm-hmm. Oaxaca or what you get on the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah, there's, it's so there's so much to it, more than just. It takes you know? all day. Yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, especially from what I learned, it's low yeah. and slow. A lot of when you're making pozole and you got mm-hmm. your your stalks in your little cambro mm-hmm. and it forms a cube. Yep. That's what we found. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. It was right delicious, there. though, I gotta say. Next question. Worst kitchen or food experience? Do you have one, Cole? I don't know if I have one. I mean, I'm sure I, everyone has one. Everyone's had one. I don't know if everyone I could pick one. one. Um, so, you know, I think just in general, when you get overwhelmed, is pretty rough. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. when you get saddled with three or four things when you're or when you're short a person that's always tough mm-hmm. um you know, they're assigned that's, to that's do at something. school at least because yeah. they they have their duties they're prepped and ready to go mentally for that and and then they're just not there you're taking over for it right hoping for the best and uh yeah yeah definitely getting overwhelmed is probably the worst feeling because you see everybody else mm-hmm. they're doing all right you have they're, to they're struggling a, yeah. a little bit but they're they're making it through yeah you have to meet a time limit certain criteria you right you have expectations yeah no matter what the situation i guess that's that's pretty scary yeah um for me i would yeah i would like to touch on what you said like you just stressed out i remember the first time i've worked in an actual restaurant this was when i first started my first day at localis in sacramento it's amazing place amazing chef love the people there but i had no idea what i was doing yeah keep in mind this was two months into quarantine I uh, haven't been in the kitchen for that long. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, chef you're said, hey, game, you're, you're a little rusty. You're in, the, you're in. Like, come on in. You're, you're going to help us today. And first thing first, I, I didn't know the menu. I didn't know any recipes. All I did was, you know, help help make ingredients for yeah, the other, prep. Other, other team. Yeah, some team um, prep work. But when service came, oh, my gosh, I was slammed. I did not know what to do. I didn't know what I was cooking. I was just told to do stuff, and I did. I did a lot of wrong stuff. Like yeah. I, I'm looking back into it now that I know the dishes, uh, way better. But I look back into it knowing that, wow, I screwed that up so much. Yeah. And well, I think you know, yeah. I look back at like doing meat fab some days and say, wow, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Right. When I look at the students because we we're in the, the same kitchen as them. Mm-hmm. There's one big kitchen at at uh, CIA, pretty much. There's another smaller one at the Greystone campus downstairs. downstairs. That's where Fundamentals usually is. Yeah. But we're up on the top, third floor, at the teaching mm-hmm. kitchen. And so almost all the classes take place up there. And so there, the meat fabrication and identification class was going on when we were in our uh, America's class. Mm-hmm. And I'm just watching them. Yeah, you'll, you'll I, see You have to wonder, like, do I, did I make these same mistakes and the answer is yes yeah i'm sure you have i've probably done the same thing but i look at them and say wow why are you cutting that steak that way Mm -hmm. but i realize you know the end of the day like i was cutting the steak that way too so along the grain (laughs) (laughs) no we've all been murder me 
you, you learn from it. You learn from it. Yeah, All right. it's definitely you. There's a, definitely a, learn, a learning curve. Yeah. Uh, fundamentals is is just the beginning, and a lot of people get out of fundamentals thinking they know everything, and well, you've still got a year and a half left of school on your associate's degree mm-hmm. alone. So. Even even if after we graduate. Always learning. Oh, we Always still learning. learning. We got a long way. Even to go. even the uh, most experienced chefs here are still so, learning. Yeah. So you know they yeah, learn from each other. They learn from students. They they learn from people who come in and do guest spots. Like yeah. there's always opportunities to learn here. That's the best part about it. All right. Um, another question. Why do you think food is so important to some people? I think. Um, well, obviously you need to survive. There's different levels. Yeah. <laughs> the hierarchy of right food. hierarchy of food needs. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, we say that like we invented it. It's something that we did not create. It's something we learned though. It is something it's we learned about. Um, yeah, um but right yeah. Bottom. You needed to survive, survive right? First, first and foremost. And then goes all the way. I I don't remember the levels, but all the way to the top as like what, to the very top can just be eating for fun yeah yeah like eating well it, it's eating to pleasure or something um, like that. yeah for pleasure for pleasure and that's kind of where most yeah. of our cooking takes place i think and and you know yeah. eating to learn things and and all that but i think food is important to people because it uh is a you know it's a factor in your culture and it's it's mm-hmm. and many it's other big, cultures well it's a big yeah. part of your day too you mean mm-hmm. you plan stuff around meals um most of your meetings happen around food mm-hmm. right you meet at a restaurant you bring coffee to, yeah. a, with friends. to a conference you always you always want to eat it's you know social yeah. living you know activity it's a I big it's see. a big part of uh of most cultures yeah so I, I think food is is sort of that one thing that you know obviously everybody can relate you know everybody yeah. needs to eat i think for me personally, I think it's the whole touch about different cultures of food. That's what I love about right. it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, even here we have we have uh, cuisines of the world classes, mm-hmm. and so we have you know one class is doing cuisines of Americas, and one class is doing cuisines of Europe mm-hmm. and the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. and one class is doing cuisines of Asia, um, and those classes can all be happening on the same day. And, so for mm-hmm. lunch, you could be eating a bun mi. And for dinner, you're yeah. eating cocovan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> From pozole to asobuco. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's all sorts. Yeah. There's so much stuff that you can find here. I mean, in this like 200 person school. Ooh. I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, we do live in practically a castle, but. Uh, Some old, <laughs> old wine, you know, producing yeah. castle. Um, it's really, yeah, it's an experience for sure. I mean, our school is, is different from, even from most culinary schools because of our location mm-hmm. in the Napa Valley. I mean, I look out my my dorm window and I look at, well, first I look at a building, but then I look <laughs> at, after immediately beyond the building is a vineyard, this beautiful vineyard and the hills of Napa yeah, Valley are, are fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Also, you know, having, being in a school where there's world-class chefs, Right. Master I mean, there's certified, yeah, certified master chefs, master bakers yeah, we're here. We're talking about years of experience, older than, you know, some of right. you out there. Three Michelin star restaurant you know, chefs. And I like learning from that. I, I like learning yeah. that experience, you know, gaining that knowledge and being able to apply that. I right. think it's great. I mean, there's yeah. a reason that our tagline is the world's premier culinary, culinary college. college. 
and we we really is we do have yeah. access to some of the best yeah. and brightest out here so absolutely any more questions for us i think you know i think that's uh, we have one question i i personally saved this one for last because oh this <laughs> question this, yeah this it's, is a it's, great it's, question it's, it's this question it's it's one that i think people would want to know also if you could cook one part of your body which part would it be and how let's get things let's get things out of the way first cole and i are not cannibals no nor have we ever you know learned any of that kind of culinary technique in the school when right it comes to <laughs> i feel like you can you can definitely apply some general principles um i have heard that the you know human meat is similar to pork meat so i can't i can't confirm that i can't either but i that's what i've heard um how would you approach this goal well i think you have your in the same way as you would have you know a pig right so <laughs> if it's similar to a pig in flavor you've got your hearing this your, <laughs> your active muscles and you've got your uh your inactive muscles right so are you saying straight so to the do hands? you want but i think in the in a human you're standing up all the time does your tenderloin is it really tender it's in your know. back it is in your back i feel like people work their backs so much is it of my own body it, that's what it, the question was is of your yeah, own body yeah of your own body i feel like my tenderloin's It'll probably be, not very tender yes a rock some, yeah some stone i feel like the most what would the most tender cut be on a person i think like a belly belly i think we, uh, uh, well it depends on the person right because yeah, some people work out a lot i feel like maybe it would be like something. the the ribs would probably like be a, good like a little strip loin strip loin would probably be pretty good okay um but i, I would probably cook the leg i would probably go for like thigh braise yeah definitely a braise maybe you use the bone you make stock okay you make a little sauce interesting yeah, um, i think what would you go for i would i think i'd have to say the same braise leg just leg i feel like the leg would have the most flavor i mean i'm walking all the time especially in class I'm, yeah i'm like popping a squat again to the the low boys you walk in from you gotta check the car yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean like I think the legs got to have the most flavor. It's probably the thigh, maybe the calf even. I don't know. Maybe get a little osobuco going. Me low and slow, low and low slow. slow. Flavor, flavor punch. Absolutely. Um, think, yeah, I think that's it. I think I, I would go with the leg. I think I, I think the leg for sure. So leg and, and low, really slow low, and slow, slow braise. It's got to be tough. <laughs> it's gotta... it's gonna be really tough. So you got to braise yeah. it. But it's, I feel like yeah. I mean, obviously, I again. Nathan and I don't know how never gonna do it would this. taste, but I feel like that would be purely theoretically Theoretical, the best hypothetical. Option. Yeah, I would. Yeah, never gonna do this though. Keep that. No, in mind. we will not do this. <laughs> Discretion. Please don't attack us saying that we're gonna do this, um, because we won't. Although this might be a good question for us to ask future guests. Sure. What part of your body? I think this will be we'll definitely get, we'll get a, looks from recurring. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Can you imagine what Chef Almir would do? I hope, actually, you'd probably have to have an answer. But can you imagine what, Some certain like, chefs, like, I don't know. Chef Sarah. Yeah, Chef Sarah would look at us crazy. We should think well, this insane. is a pretty insane question. It is but insane I think question. we should ask everybody that. Um, and another question that I think we should ask everybody is, what is your favorite condiment? So, Nathan, what is your favorite I, condiment? I would have to say sriracha. Sriracha. Just, 
it's my go-to spicy you know mm. condiment i'll right. take it over hot sauce over you know yeah tapatio that's I'll, true I'll take it over it's anything. pretty pretty versatile it's versatile like if you read the bottle itself i don't have a bottle on me but it's like put it on your pizza soups yeah uh you put that on pastas anything. and guess what i do <laughs> yeah i really do and it, it works out fine i personally love it a lot uh, that has to be my favorite condiment right. personally i think i'd have to go for like a whole grain mustard or like a night really nice stone ground okay so you got that kind of vinegar kick to it, but it also has the you know mustard flavor, and the whole grain one has texture to it, and so, like it's really got a, it's a triple threat. This is everything you'd put it on, just or just oh I wouldn't put it on everything. Oh yeah, yeah, but like but that's kind of my go-to, your go-to. Is, is the whole grain. Um, yeah, but I'm curious what other chefs have to say about that. That's something we'd have to ask them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Your favorite condiment. Think, all right yeah those are those are pretty much all the questions i yeah. think for now i think that's going to be a wrap on episode one uh yep. thank you very much for listening i've been cole bay and i'm nathan bassett stay tuned for episode two of armed and delicious coming out very soon yeah we have plenty of content coming out we have some ideas this is our first episode so expect more to come yeah we're looking forward to hopefully having some guests on the show hopefully getting maybe some fellow students, some Mm -hmm. chef instructors, some lecturers. Uh, We have a lot of people to talk to, so I think you guys will like it very much. Yeah, that's, that's basically it. Thank you, guys.